the man at the bus stop. Ever since I've started my semester at my university, I had to take the bus every day since I decided to live in an apartment complex five miles away. This was obviously a bad decision as I now had to take the bus because I didn't want to pull out a student loan and buy a car since I, since I was waiting an interview for a graveyard shift job across town. I wasn't able to make enough money for a car so all I relied on was the money my parents sent which was sparse on its own. So every day at 4.30 I walked to the bus stop and waited for an hour for the bus to arrive. Since the walk took 20 minutes, the, the dark atmosphere was at times ominous. It was dark enough to think that it's midnight, but early enough to have a feeling of safety. That feeling is portrayed by the fact that it's morning because of the fact that you just woke up and you don't care about the darkness anymore. So at the time, I didn't care about how sinister and peculiar it was. Beep. Beep. I woke up with a start and groggily moved and got ready and got ready for the 20 minute walk. As I walked out, it was a good enough time to think about why I got here and how I can fix what happened on the way to this point. As I think, I don't think about my surroundings and at times I bump into stuff because I'm so deep into my mind. Eventually I get to the bus stop sign and I wait for the bus to come. Until I saw someone stand on the other side of the sign. This was strange. No one comes to stop this early. It was somewhat awkward for a few minutes, then the man looked at me. I froze. His facial features were just holes, excluding his nose and had fleshy skin and had a fedora on his head. He strangely reminded me of Freddy Krueger. He stared at me for a few minutes. His eyes were endless. All I saw was emptiness. He looked as though he had no soul, just a fleshy, blank husk of a human, if he even was one. Then when I tried to pull my, my eyes away from his mess of a face, I started to hear whispers. The whispers were behind me. I turned around and then saw only darkness. Then I looked back to the man and he was closer. He was right beside the sign. The whispers became louder and louder. Then the stare became more and more intense as minutes flew by. Yet the sky seemed to get darker and darker. The sidewalk under me was almost swallowed by deep black darkness. All that I could see was a small circle surrounding the man, the sign, and me. The whispers turned to distant yelling and screaming, all while he was staring at me now with a lopsided grin. I woke up on the sidewalk with people staring around me with worried and horrified looks on their faces. When I touched my head, I saw blood on my hand dripping like water. I had a splitting headache and included a trickle of blood streaming down my face. I feel weakened and lightheaded and passed out. I woke in the hospital. My dad was worried and my mom was crying next, next to my hospital bed. I, the headache was bearable and I had a bandage over my head. Oh my god, dear, you're awake! Screamed my mother. The nurse ran in to see what was going on due to her screams and saw me awake. Oh, you're awake? I don't know how you're alive. I was confused and asked what she meant. Your skull is almost caved in and we thought you'd never make it in, but 
here you are. Then I remember the, the man. I told her what had happened that very morning. She had a confused look on their face. There was no one. There's no one there at that bus stop, sir. Not now. My friends had an obsession with the wilderness. They all have different ways to express this and make me f want to feel the same way about their interests. But to be honest, I'm absolutely terrified of the thought of the wilderness. My friends hate the f my friends hate the fact that I have a fear of something they love, so they chastise me on how I'm just being irrational. My fear isn't irrational at all. I hate it because there's something living inside it that wants to take my life. Maybe thinking of a bear or something common that might bring harm, but no. It's something supernatural and hostile that might threaten to kill us all. Whenever I think of the time I saw it two years ago and what they do, I feel an urge to throw up or go absolutely insane. Two years earlier, I had no experience going camping in the neck of the woods and was pretty nervous when I was going with my father to go fishing. My father was a robust and tough man for his age, for his age being 32. He showed me how to hunt and catch fish. How long will it be when I catch one? I, I said impatiently as my rod line was bobbing up and down in the green water. Maybe a few minutes, or hours, my father said as he had more fish than me. Easy for you to say, I said stubbornly. Just as I said this, a tug took me by surprise as my father was shouting me to pull the lead back in. To my surprise, I had a three-inch fish grasping at my lead with a hook piercing its mouth. I was genuinely surprised as my father took the fish out and watched him stab it so it wouldn't squirm in his hands. As the sun set and the sky transformed into a fiery orange with a mix of red, the fire was crackling with the addition of sizzling fish. It was silent as we both wanted to enjoy the sounds and atmosphere of the sunset. As we finished up, we then saw that it was dark and the sky had gone from a fiery orange to an inky blue. The moonlight made the night dim so we could see our surroundings. My dad told me to get into my tent, saying that he'll go to sleep later. I got into my tent and crawled into my sleeping bag and quickly dozed off to sleep. Then I was awoken by a squeak like something was putting pressure on the roof of my tent. My mind had thought that it was just a branch and I would just go back to sleep. I believed that was the case until I looked up. Claws were piercing through and it looked like the claws of some bird. It couldn't be any bird I knew of since the claws and feet were too big to be any kind of bird I knew existed. Then I heard a scream of pain coming from outside my tent and when I looked at the ceiling of my tent, the claws were gone. My heart dropped as I now knew what was going on. When I got out of my tent, claws came at me and scratched me, causing me to fall and hit my head on a rock. My version blurred and a big white circle flew towards me and started to scratch and peck at me. As I regained my senses, I felt and picked up a rock and hit the damn bird in turn, screaming a demonic, high-pitched, painful scream. As it screams, it gives me time to scramble to my feet and grab a thick, long stick. Then I saw what was on the roof of my tent. A large owl with blood-soaked wings and a human-like mouth under a sharp yellow beak.
Its talons are twisted and sharp with blood dripping down slowly. So I looked behind me and saw my father had a big gap, big scratch down his face and a bigger slice just lying in his arm. I looked back and saw it twitching and shaking vigorously and immediately flew like a bolt straight into my face knocking me down once again. As I scrambled and trying to get my bearings I saw my father being knocked down and dragged and as he screamed and thrashed. I then noticed that next to me was my father's hunting knife and I took my chance. I grasped it and threw it at the thing. Then I heard a shriek of pain. My father dropped to the floor as the creature had a knife deep in its chest. Blood dripped and poured out of the wound as it tried to fly away but it was unable to because of the wound. It dropped to the ground and shrieked yet again but this time it was just shrieked with a touch of gurgling blood. My father walked towards it with painful breaths and heavy panting and drove the knife deeper in his chest with his foot and shrieked it. And the shriek had gone to a low whimper and silence. Then it was broken by a collection of the same high-pitched streams. Go! Now! My father yelled as we both bolted to his car and slammed the car door. As the engine rumbled the car and the car started moving, I saw a bunch of wicked, winged fing figures coming towards the dead carcass of the creature. The last thing I remember that night was all those eyes. White, blank, and soulless eyes staring at me as the glow of the fire began to get smaller and smaller. Epilogue. The memory of those birds fluttered my mind and perplexed my view of the world I live in. The scars are still there to this day. It still hurts like hell. My worries that someday those owls or things might come and finish us all off.